This week in our collective heads Wanna put an old rumor to bed Stereotype that you've all heard How we're all just angry video game nerds Most of us have actual jobs Kids and families and cats and dogs, yeah This week in our collective heads This week in our collective heads Welcome to This Week in Our Collective Heads. I'm Kevin. I'm Patrick. We've had some technical issues that you don't need to know about if you're listening to the audio version or seeing the ed- later edited <laughs> version. But uh, we are the show that comes to you every Sunday, mm-hmm. 10 o'clock. We give you the news on Twitch, and then later that goes out to podcast, podcast. services and YouTubes across the world. Wherever you like stuff. Right. We, are, we try to be there. We're also uh, at... Twiach on Twitter, uh, Twiach on Facebook. You can tweet to me at Mean Mr. Mustard. That's M N M R Mustard, and at Sabal for you. Yeah. If you want to tweet to us individually, we I prefer. I mean, you can just, you can just send a tweet to Twiach. Yeah. And I'm I'm, I'm going to get that. I, yeah, yeah, and so, I'll, I'll try to keep up. So yeah, so uh, Bastion. Mm-hmm. Speaking of games for for little people, uh, Bastion is coming to the Xbox One at the beginning of December. Highly recommended. Um, it's it's a game by Supergiant Games, and it actually has what's called no sweat mode, which is basically infinite lives, and and it's it's really fantastic. And the girls really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, the narrator I would put in like the top five video game narration of all time. Yeah, he is absolutely fantastic. And you know they get to they get to pick their weapons and go through the story and stuff and. And it's so it's the a, no sweat mode is like easy, easy, easy mode. Well, I mean the the enemies are just as hard as they were before, but you can keep trying indefinitely. And, okay. and when you die, then you just plop right back where you were instead of having oh, that's, that's a limit of three. Them. Yeah, that's great for them. Yeah, and they and they really enjoy it. Um, it's it's a really pretty game. The the story and the literal world building mm-hmm. is is pretty fantastic. Uh, the variety of weapons is good. Um, it's if you're not playing on no sweat mode, this game is really hard and challenging, <laughs> and I, I appreciate that. That's good. Um, I, I'm glad this is coming out, uh, you know, for for free for 360 backwards compatible to to Xbox One. I'm guessing they didn't. They, I didn't see that. Ish. Okay. Ish. So if you if you have Bastion on 360, then for like the first two weeks, you can get it free on Xbox One because okay. it is remastered and and done okay. up. Designed specifically okay. for the Xbox One, that, so yeah. this is this is a re-release, not just a backwards compatible game. Um, Limbo, on the other hand, is now available as a backwards compatible game. That's not Limbo, and no, that is very much not Limbo. <laughs> Here's but, Limbo. Yes, uh, this this game is is a is a puzzle game that is it is trippy. It is and and arachnophobic and yep. and. And, and dead people. It's trippy and and dark. As if you are watching the video stream, you can see what we're talking about now. Very very dark, not only in tone but also in in color palette. Yeah. And very, uh, you know, very frightening in, in many ways. I'm glad this is coming out for free though. Uh, we got it for free on Vita quite a while ago. Yeah. I'm glad this is coming out for free only because I want more people to, to experience this. I'm hoping more people will get you know get their hands on that. Um, you know, to, to help the developer later on. Yeah. Which yeah, is so many times. Yes. And that, and that spider. Yeah, that giant spider. <laughs> like I, I actually like spiders. 
but that spider is yeah. terrifying. Yeah, and uh, I played this with my nephew a little bit because I have my Vita. So mm-hmm. whenever, yeah. whenever I hang out with my v- with my with my nephew, he says, when I hang "Whenever out I hang out with my Vita, Vita um, yeah, when I, whenever I, I hang that. out with my nephew, he always asks if I have my Vita on on me because I have uh, you know he has a 3DS, but he doesn't have a Vita. Right. So I'll I'll hand him my Vita so he can play certain games, and I tell him, "You can't play this one. You can't play this one. Here are the ones you can play." Yeah. Um, do you have it set up where the the where all of his stuff is on one page? No, I should do that. Yeah, though. I should that's, do that. That works really well. For so I had him play Limbo, and he it just it creeped him out. It yeah, creeped him out. Too understandable. Much. And and uh, you well, know. like when every every time you die in Limbo, like it's like he said, it's 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 a grayscale palette, mm-hmm. and um, so like you've got this little like black silhouette of your character, and then there's there's the little the little white dots that are his eyes, mm-hmm. and to watch those go out is unnerving. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. But it's um, good. So we we got another back. That's compatible Blue game. Dragon. Blue Dragon. Do you have you seen Blue Dragon? I don't, I don't know about Blue Dragon. Okay, so Blue Dragon is it's an interesting mashup. Um, parentheses here. Uh, if you guys didn't know, if we don't know what a backwards compatible game is, we decided to make it up on the okay. spot. So making up Blue Blue Dragon. All right. Blue Dragon was actually so it was out on 360. So it's now on mm-hmm. on a backwards compatible game, and it's it's a mashup. Uh, think of it like Spyro meets Blue Velvet. The um, uh, the David Lynch movie. Okay. So so it's 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 not sequential in its storytelling. Right. There's a lot of cursing, Naturally. but it's all about a de- depressed dragon mm-hmm. uh, and and trying to figure out who he is. And there's a shift midway through the game where you realize everything that you've done up until this point, you were completely wrong. And it turns out that there's I won't give away the twist, but there's a huge twist involved and. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Dennis Hopper is in it, just okay. like in Blue, just like in Blue Velvet. Right. It's fantastic. So if you guys are David Lynch fans, check out Blue Dragon. Definitely, that does not exist like yeah. that. I don't know what Blue Dragon is, but it's. <laughs> See, I was gonna go with I was gonna go with the the ice thing because oh, okay. like for for like me, an ice dragon. I, I I really appreciate when uh, when dragons color is linked to their power. Oh yeah. Like that was something that that's really prominent in in Dungeons and Dragons, mm-hmm. Dragonlance, like those those type of, of stories. That's that's what I like. I like I like I like my red dragons to be the fire ones, the blue dragons to be the ice. Yellow like, have the electricity yeah. And, and Yeah, I like, I like I like that. So that I know when a dragon's coming at me what I'm facing. <laughs> so, that's important. So when you see like a yellow dragon and he just like spits out gold at you then then I take it and run. Yeah, I take it and run. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Make notes of that for Pathfinder. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So um so Ubisoft is continuing with their please love us. We'll give you free stuff. Mm-hmm. Um so uh starting on what is it? November 9th. Yeah. So midway through this week. Blood Dragon. Yes. Which was also free on Xbox 360 this month. Correct. Correct. More and more I, I ways cannot, to get this, I yeah. cannot tell you how much I want you to play this game. <laughs> this this game is absolutely fantastic. It, it is. It is such an 80s throwback. Um, and I, I know we've talked about it a lot, but it is, it is everything that I love in a cheesy 80s futuristic movie that uh, of how they think the future is going to be. Yeah. And the, the ridiculous terms. And VHS tapes oh, and yeah. cyborgs and and, and, <laughs> and laser dragons. Laser dragons. The, there's tracking. You can see tracking while you're playing the game. You see if you guys are old enough to remember VHS tapes. Yeah. You can see a little ripple uh, come down every now and then, and some interlacing on there. Um, it, it, it's hilarious. It's short. 
and that, that's one thing that I love yeah. about it, is yeah, yeah. it wasn't too long to ruin the feel uh, of, of how great this, this yeah, game is. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, got through, I got through the entire thing in maybe six, seven hours. Six, yeah. And I'm, I'm not good at first-person shooters, but, like, it also has the, the Far Cry stuff where, you know, you get to you get to stab people and sneak attacks and everything, and then... And you got the collection of, like, hearts and... and, and yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it was, it, was, it was highly recommended, so if you have a PC, grab this game. You can grab that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and um, I'm, I'm glad, like I said, it's glad it's coming to 360, backwards compatible to uh, Xbox One. Now it's on PC. It's everywhere yeah. but PlayStation. Everywhere but PlayStation 4. So, yeah. so PlayStation 4, hopefully, uh, we'll, we'll be getting that maybe, soon. Maybe someday. Not by the end of the year, though. It's my no. prediction. It'll be it'll be next year. That no, I'm not gonna. You get no points for that. I'm prediction. not gonna. I'm, that counts as a prediction for next year. Only if it comes out next year. If it comes out next year, it's going yeah. to come out next year. There will be okay. A, okay, be, that's that's a prediction. I'll let you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, next so, next year we'll have a PlayStation Four, uh, and uh, not only that, I believe. Well, oh no, no I'm not gonna go that far. See, next I think year will I, come out. Next year will come out on PS4. I'm not gonna go any more caveats than that. Okay. Yeah. All right. So speaking of free stuff, though, yeah. um, one of the things that made the Vita really appealing for me is um, I'd had PlayStation Plus all this time, and I had accumulated a library I had of PlayStation Vita games. Thirty but, games when yeah, I got my before Vita. <laughs> before I even pick it up. Yeah, and that's that works out really well. So um, they're allowing us to go ahead and start that collection for PlayStation VR. Very happy. The about the that. Jackal. Jackal Assault is the VR experience. It's it's tied into Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, and it's free to PlayStation users. You can go ahead and yep. you know put it on your account and everything. And then if you decide to get PlayStation VR later, then um, you'll you'll have at least one experience yep. ready to go. I know that there's also some there's also some other free stuff or whatever. Maybe they'll charge for this later, but at the moment, it's free. Also, if you buy a PlayStation Four. Today, today, but you can get have one. you can get right, but you can get Call of Duty Infinite Warfare for free this weekend. I tweeted out about it, um, and it was it was basically uh, Friday through today. Yeah, if you buy a PlayStation, which includes the bundles, so like you could buy the Uncharted Four bundle and get that on top of Call of Duty Infinite Warfare if that's your thing. So. I think it's totally worth it. Yeah, um, I, I'm, I'm glad they're doing this for VR, like like you said, to build your library before you have it. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really good way to incentivize people to, to buy one eventually. Oh, absolutely, you're getting, you have early adopters, which uh, I don't know if you saw the sales or the, the the rough sales figures that came out. So there were rough rough sales figures. Basically, Sony just said hundreds of thousands have been sold. Right. Um, Rough figures, and they did not specify is that ones that are at the retailers now. Did they sell them to because it's sold kind of, sold through versus sold to consumers? Correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. so there's some uh, you know some wording in there, but if you have you have all the early adopters who are going to grab one, <laughs> I want to I want to get one. I still need to convince the wife, uh, yeah. which I think I may have sold her on the fact that if I'm playing it or she's playing it, you have the theater mode going on at the same time. Yeah. So she can see what I'm doing. I can see what she's doing. You're not, you're isolating yourself with your visual cortex and everything, but everyone else can see what you're doing. Yeah. I think it's cool. But I I, I really hope more things come out like this because if say you get one in March or April next year mm -hmm. and you have, I don't know, eight games, I know that's a lot, but if you have like eight short games, it'd be great. Yeah. And I know that if you already have, uh, speaking of this, if you already have Star Wars Battlefront, 
Mm-hmm. Just you a, yeah, get yeah, yeah, yeah. the type the X-wing game. So yeah, which that looked like so much fun. Which I have, so automatically I'm going to get that. Yeah. But this game looks great. Uh, kind of similar to uh, to the Eve game that we've Eve been, Valkyrie. We've been, yeah. Eve Valkyrie. Um, and this is this is also one where you you uh, are able to manipulate your because like as long as it's in within the circle, mm-hmm. you can shoot it with your eyes. Because it's got the eye tracking thing, and that's how you—that's how you aim. You aim with your eyes. Yeah. So all you have to do is have them within the circle, and you shoot them with your eyes. Hold on. So, so the it's like I get it within the circle, and then my eyes look up slightly, and it'll shoot slightly up. No, you you look at them, and you shoot them. So as long as as long as they are within the circle, oh, then where you're looking is where you're shooting. Okay, which I think sounds fun. My, Hopefully, my, that's tight enough. The the big one that I want to see is uh, keep talking and nobody explodes. <laughs> that that looks like so much fun. Um, there's there's a Smosh video about that, and that that game that's that's one of the few that I've seen where they have the VR experience that is also social at the same time because yeah. the person with the VR helmet has their own their own vision, their own thing that they're doing, yeah. and everybody else sees something else. And you've got a <laughs> you've got a giant like real life manual that everybody's trying to flip through. That sounds awesome and, and that's a perfect exa- a perfect way to have the the separate screen be what everyone else yeah. is seeing. And it create a dual screen experience kinda like the three D S. Uh, they did that with the Find Mario, Find mm-hmm. whatever yeah, yeah. on Wii U. Yeah. To be able to have someone in the headset and have the that's really cool. Yeah. It'll be really cool as well on that is to do some uh, asymmetrical gameplay. Uh, kind of like the Friday the Thirteenth, right? Mm-hmm. So you have one person who is who is stuck in there, and right. you have one or two other people who they're using the regular TV, yeah, and they can talk, they can see each other, and kind of plan out what's going on. That'd yeah. be really cool. I'd like. I that. also like the idea of punching, you know, whoever it is that's that you're playing against whenever they get you. I mean, that's that's what couch co-op <laughs> is about: is being able to physically harm the person that just beat you. But if they're using a headset and they can't see that you're punching them, yeah, um, they'll they'll still know. If you do that to me, like now, having the headset on, which do you watch Black Mirror? Have you seen fir- which one? First episode of third third season. The guys, um, the guy has the Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, that's I'm that's, not gonna give that's the second away. one. The first one is is the the social media turning into everything. Yeah, the, the black, writing, black writing. black mirror. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Writing, Go watch it. Writing. Okay, okay, okay. When when Bryce Dallas Howard walks in, her brother's playing VR, uh-huh. and she throws something at him. Oh, okay. That's okay, what okay. I was talking about. Because um, if someone punches me or throws something at me while I'm on VR, especially if I've got a headset on, okay, I will take off that headset and I will come after you. Okay, like well, that's the, just a cheap shot. The, the second episode, of I Black, loved it. The Absolutely. second episode of Black Mirror is is oh, yeah. about like the most VR you have ever seen. Yes, which that that was it's, that was it's fun. VR slash AR slash fantastic. Go watch yeah. Black Mirror if you have not watched Black Mirror. And, and tweet at us and talk about it because yeah. I, I love talking about that thing and yep. Yeah. Very good stuff. Yeah. So uh, Speaking of things that are not good though <laughs> and continuing on the Infinite Warfare train yeah. or Infinite Warfare jet. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ships. So so people who they, they have on the Windows 10 store they have um, Infinite Warfare wrong video for slightly cheaper. It's like $5 off or something. The thing that they don't tell you 
is that you don't get to play with everybody on Steam. Yep. So you are only playing with other Windows 10, Windows Store, Windows people. Bad form, Microsoft. Bad yeah. form. And nope. So I think that Microsoft wants Microsoft wants to um, to create their own ecosystem. Yeah. Um, and the problem is. Steam has already done it in a way that says every PC user or whatever, just here's a distribution way, distribution, yeah. but if you're playing, the, the two of them need to work together. Yeah. If you want to buy it on, on Xbox, if you want to buy it on, on Steam, what, you know, there, there are other ways to incentivize that. If mm-hmm. you want, for instance, for the Microsoft, for you want pe- people to buy it on Microsoft, then you can incentivize them for like the discount. That's cool. $10, yeah. uh, $10 different. Or you can incentivize them by saying, hey, if you do this, you get early access to whatever yeah, DLC, like which is Sony and Microsoft do that already. Yeah. yeah. There are ways to do this that that are are beneficial to your customers and you're you're kind of building you you build a positive ecosystem like um okay here's here's an example of of how it kind of applies for us like patreon is a thing Mm -hmm. we're not we're not starting a podcast and then going give us money no we're 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 waiting right now we're creating we're creating an ecosystem Mm -hmm. we're creating a show that we believe in yes and we're just going to give you quality content and then build the audience that way then try to turn it into something whereas Microsoft believes that it can ham-fistedly shove this down everybody's (laughs) throat until it works and that's that that would work if Steam didn't exist yet, mm-hmm. but it does. Well, so and st- you, well, and and Steam- wait, you can do slow mo. Yeah, I want to do slow mo. I could, I could totally play a first person shooter game. The, pre- the previous Call of Duty had had that as well, um, because Call of Duty has turned into this almost this very sci fi bit, which makes sense for this transition because the last Call of Duty was was slightly futuristic. You had you had wall running, but it was it was like this special assisted thing because you were like half cybernetic. Um, okay. So this this is an int- there's well, see, wall I, running I, right there. I pay attention to Call of Duty. For for like five minutes oh, then you're done. annually, yeah, <laughs> and then maybe I play maybe I play zombies yeah. with with my brothers, and that's that's about it. My when it comes to to online uh, ecosystem, Steam is so out there. Steam is so um, massive that when you go buy a PC game um, in a store, I went I, I've I've bought a couple PC games in the store. I've stopped doing so for this reason yeah. because when I went and bought it, I opened it up and there's no D, there's no DVD in it. Yeah. It's a Steam key. Yeah, that's so unless what was the point? Unless there's an Amazon deal or a uh, a deal in a store that is cheaper than Steam, uh, then just get it on Steam because most of them are doing this anyways. They're just giving out a Steam key. Uh, And my, to me, I think that, like you said, they're they're forcing people to do this. But I'm worried about is they're already doing this when it comes to their games in the Xbox uh, marketplace. What I'm worried about is when it comes to Beam. Because Beam yeah. is Beam is their new streaming service that they want to roll out, and Beam looks pretty good. Uh, you have to get in on on the Twitch market though, and that's yeah. the problem. Microsoft need I mean needs to either have a product that is considerably better, essentially mm-hmm. lose money for a while, pour ridiculous amounts of money into this, which is which is what they did with the original Xbox. Yeah. they were losing so much money on on the original Xbox, but they were going into a market mm-hmm. that was not not saturated. 
but full. Yeah, Nintendo. And, you, well, at the time you had Nintendo, uh, Sega was on its way out. Yeah. But you had Nintendo and kind of Sega, Sony, and people were like, Microsoft, why would Microsoft do this? Exactly. But but they, they believed in it, and they, they pushed it, and they were willing to lose money to give out a superior product. And then the 360 comes around. They have one of the best launch titles ever. And it rocked. Yeah. So if they do the same thing with with the uh, with Beam as they did with Xbox original, mm-hmm. I hate having to say that. If they do the same thing with that, pour I, a ton I like of money. OG Xbox. OG Xbox. Yeah. Pour a ton of money into it. Uh, one of the things that they touted was the the lack of delay when you were yeah. streaming and the chat. If they can tighten we'll that see. up, if they can make this a viable. Not only viable, but better product than Twitch. Yeah. Then people will migrate. Mm-hmm. The, the problem right now is you have so many people who are on Twitch who have built their following on Twitch. Yeah. Um, They're established. That's going to be hard to, to, to switch at that point. Yeah. But if they do it the right way, they could be a viable um, uh, a competitor. Right now, yeah. that's the only difference. If you looked at everything else that they did, you had um, you had the lack of delay, which I don't know if that was just a pipe dream or if they're if they're going for it. Yeah, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. And the other bit was the the buttons that people can tell you what to do in chat. Yeah. Which, if there's a lack of delay and you have those buttons, Telltale games, yeah, or other games, uh, Dragon Age, any games that give you a dialogue option, yeah, you can say, hey, you guys run this. Uh, tw- you know, chat feed. You guys tell me what you want me to do. How, how, how do you, what do you think Batman would do here? It's, it's the it. ultimate version of do we kill Tim Drake? Yes, and and you get and you, of course you do kill Tim Drake. Obviously, but uh, second of all, <laughs> you the more people that you have in there, you can kind of have a vote. If you had a voting system, that'd be really cool. Yeah. Um, which I know Telltale tried to bring that in the the Batman Arkham one. I haven't messed around with it. Yeah. But. It's, it's something, at least. So, so there's there's a lot of things going on. But now we've gotten to the, the main piece of news this week. There's not a whole lot of news this week, but there is some big news. From BlizzCon. BlizzCon. Yes. Brought it. Before you, before you do that, I, I have to give a shout-out to Lord Calloway over here, who said, in the future, all gaming is Microsoft, and all restaurants are Taco Bell. Yes. Because I love Demolition Man. Yeah, so. Demolition Man points, is fantastic. Points, points, points for you. Um, yeah, BlizzCon was this week. Yes. And... Okay, so first it was it was a meh BlizzCon, in my opinion. Go ahead, defend. <laughs> okay, you had two expansions. One of them is very very light when it comes to um, when it comes to Diablo three. But they gave me my character. They gave you Sombra. No, 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 no. Oh, your Necromancer. Yeah, yeah. The Diablo 2 Necromancer is, like, <laughs> one of the most fun, like, class play styles that I have ever had. Yeah. I am buying, like, I haven't, I haven't played Diablo. Oh, you yes. haven't? Okay. Yeah, like, I, I've, I've got it on my wish list, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah, I'm buying Diablo, buying the expansion, mm-hmm. buying the Necromancer, because I love that play style. And just having my herd of creatures yeah. go around and kill stuff. Which which is fun, but uh, it's it's a it's a light expansion and one extra character. Okay. Okay. For what, 20 bucks. Okay. What about Diablo 1 and Diablo 3 art? That was cool. That was cool. But we didn't get to see anything but a picture of the Butcher. Okay. So... Let's and and the other problem that I had was we had uh, well actually to me I think the biggest news was the um, 
the Mean Streets of Gadgetown, the uh, Hearthstone expansion. Oh, the part that where was, my eyes glazed over was, and I couldn't even tell what was happening. That was the biggest happening. part out of all of it. So let's let's go. And that's the one that I don't care about. That's why we that's, work well together because <laughs> the stuff that I could not even be bothered yeah. to read the entire article. He has the details for it. I do. I'm going to open up this can, and it's like a band-aid, so I'm just going to rip it open. Okay. So, yeah, like the the Rise of the Necromancer, I I really enjoy the Necromancer class. I enjoy that style. Mm -hmm. And uh, the Plague Doctor was supposed to be something similar to that. It was like a mix between the Necromancer and Druid class from Diablo 2. But the Necromancer class is just so much fun. And I love exploding corpses, and I love ri- raising them oh, to yeah. fight for me. Like it's it's my it's, two classes in Diablo two were the barbarian and the mm-hmm. necromancer. The barbarian for the leap, and for a few other other aspects, and the fact that he's just really hard to kill. If you do yeah. do a, um, a hardcore character as a as a yeah, that's yeah, the best yeah. way it's, to do it. Yeah, but I was hoping. I, I'm I'm glad that they they're doing this. Okay, I want. Diablo 4 or a Diablo MMO, which Blizzard keeps saying we're not going to do a Diablo MMO. And you're completely missing out on this because Diablo a Diablo MMO could be friggin' huge. Look how big Pillars yeah. of Eternity was, right? Um, and there's so many games that, that, that tried to do it and didn't do it the right way. If they had a Warcraft-style MMO of Diablo... But see, that's the problem. They would be competing with themselves because that—that's—that's that's one of the things. Uh, Blizzard doesn't put out that much, but what they put out is amazing, and they have—they have their their separate infrastructures that are for different people. Yeah. I, again, going back to the fact that I don't care about the Hearthstone stuff. Yeah. That is for you. The the somber news and all that is, for, is for me. Yeah. And the the Diablo one three thing. Which I think I think that sounds like a fantastic <laughs> it's, thing. It's forever. That, that'll be fun. But um no I, I I don't have a problem with any of this. It's and, and none of this is, is is bad news. Right. But you feel like you wanted the big punch. I want Warcraft four. Like I want, I want something huge, and I know last year they announced Overwatch. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I, I can give them the benefit of the doubt because last year they launched Overwatch or they announced Overwatch, and you know this year they're supporting all these games and they're doing a great job of supporting all those games. So to me, it was just it, it was not as big as I wanted it to be. Uh, it's kind of like Bethesda's conference at E3 <coughs> this year. Um, yeah, you can't beat what you did last year. So let's let's let them rebuild next year. Hopefully, we'll get something bigger. Yeah. But uh, we also got we got the official announcement of Sombra, which is what you've been yes. waiting. For. Um, we we've been we've been waiting for Sombra for a while. We knew we knew that uh, she was a new character. That she was a hacker. Um, didn't know about her alliances or, or any of her story stuff. But we knew the vaguest basics and and yeah. But uh, so she is a hacker, and she is going to be a bloody nightmare once people figure out how to use her, <laughs> because uh, she's actually able to uh, shows her using her ultimate and and various skills and stuff. She she can actually stop other characters from using their their abilities. Like basically, you only get to shoot her, and that that's going to be annoying. Um. But yeah, she's she's a a, a higher end um, character, and it'll it'll be really frustrating to see. It'll be really f- interesting to see how how all this works and how people tend to use her, 
But uh, another one of the fun things that they just showed on the video mm-hmm. is uh, she can actually hack um, health. Yeah. And, uh, and so you don't get to pick up that health because yeah. that health is mine. And it's it's it. She's she's a troll character in she a is. lot of ways, and I think that's hilarious. And it's going to be really fun to watch people play against her. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it a shot. I, I don't think I don't think I have the abilities to know. Okay, they're going to use X ability against sure. various people, but uh, she also has a teleporter which can't be destroyed. You can throw it, and for the next 15 seconds, you can warp back there. <laughs> that sounds fun. That's cool. So, um, I think she's a, she's a pretty cool character. I just haven't been able to get into Overwatch um, enough to understand the nuances, and um, it's a game you've got to invest a lot of time in. Um, yeah. But I'll talk about more that more later. Uh, we were talking about the the Diablo uh, expansion. Um, it got a little little footage for those who who didn't get to see it. Um, I'm happy about the, the necromancer aspect of this, but I'm curious how long uh, the actual. Um, I'm curious how, how long the actual uh, expansion is going to be, like how long the levels are going to be. Um, okay. But but maybe, maybe that's just me. Like being able to play the necromancer is going to be really cool. Like the visuals here, you got the corpse explosion, you got some great uh, battles. Uh, I'm hoping the skeletons will actually uh, be strong, not too OP. But uh, but strong enough, um, and uh, I, I did. Uh, <laughs> one of my uh, uh, friends, uh, Ben. You met, <coughs> met Ben at the party, right? Yeah. Um, ben has been working on a game, The Witch. So shout out to Ben and his game, The Witch, that he's been working on. Uh, if you uh, follow him, Ben Ambroso, uh, and he had a character in there that he that whose moniker was the Reaper of Souls, and he did not realize. That there was a Diablo expansion called Reaper of Souls, That's, yeah, and and we all we all messaged him. We're like, like that's a, been two years. So it's uh, like two years ago, dude. About that, <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad you found out now. Um, yeah, because that was like two years ago. He thought that was the new expansion because if you saw at the end of that trailer, uh, it shows the it shows the Necromancer, and then it says Diablo Reaper of Souls, and he was like, "Oh no, the new expansion's called that." No, the expansion two years ago was yeah. or the the Ultimate Edition been around for a while. Which uh, I recommend. Uh, you can actually pick up on Amazon or um, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, any of your box stores. I'm, I'm way too tired. Uh, <laughs> you can get you can get that for a pretty considerable discount right now. So I would suggest getting that uh, and then getting the expansion, uh, or wait and see if they have a package deal because they may yeah. have a package deal, which makes Could you be. wonder. The Reaper of Souls is supposed to be the ultimate edition, and now we have more things coming out. So maybe yeah. there's a penultimate edition that'll come out later. Uh, uh, you you should briefly talk about gadgets and yeah. gadgets. So yeah, uh, so <laughs> the Mean Streets of Gadget. Gadget sends. Um, every every um, expansion comes out, and there's like cool flavor. If you're not into Hearthstone, if you're not into the World of Warcraft, some of that may be lost on you. So I'm going to glaze over that because I don't want to bore everybody. I appreciate um, it. One of the things that I will say that I really liked about this is the multi-class cards. Okay. So in Hearthstone, you have your classes. So you have a uh, you know, priest and warlock and, and whatever. And you have class cards that only work for priest. And then you have generic 
neutral cards, right? right? So now they have new cards that are coming out with this set that will work for three different uh, types of, of, uh, of characters. Aww. So you'll have a card that works for, say, Paladin Priest Warlock. Or you have a card that will work for for hunter and shaman and and whatever. I think it's going to add an interesting flavor <laughs> because right now uh, there are different meta decks, but really you're only dealing with a priest or a warlock or a shaman. Right, right, you right. kind of know what you're doing. But if you have uh, an additional thing, it's like in Magic the Gathering, if you're playing a green deck that also has black, then you can add a little flavor from that other one. So if depending on what they come out with, you may be able to play like a a shaman that has a little bit of warlock feel to it, which would be really cool to to be able to do that. That's why I'm excited about this, because my favorite way to play Magic is to to take the best aspects of this and this. See, I like like red-black because black is like a a gradual growing mm-hmm. and then red is like oh I can't deal with that just and like it, it, it just kind of well black also is very sacrificial yeah. and and black uh, black in, uh, in in Magic the Gathering understands that your life source and your character your your minions are all resources yes ev- everything is a resource sacrifice a minion to do five damage sure yeah, why not well, I don't care <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> or do do the so uh, I, I like those additional flavors like green is the ramps up really and you have these really big creatures yeah. and then if you add that ramp to uh, to blue it's like I'm gonna ramp up and then draw a bunch of cards it's it's, it's yeah. a really cool additional flavor and I think that they're trying to do that with Hearthstone uh, within their their set I can so see that. so I'm excited about that because I think it could be a really cool. Um, it could be a really cool addition uh, mm-hmm. to allow for more, uh, you know, more flexibility, and hopefully it doesn't break the game. Yeah, something's going to break that's, the game. That's always, <laughs> yeah. I, but I do like, and I'm hoping that they'll that they'll do this to specifically um, uh, to get people into it. Right now, Hearthstone, if you want to create a create a deck, brand new deck, you can. It'll give you three templates and say. Oh, you're playing a warrior. Here's three right, different right. templates. Which one here, do you want here, to try? Here's some, and check this out. See what kind of style yeah. you can get. Which can be cool. So I'm hoping they'll add something like that in addition to this to kind of say how you can breed these two together. So okay. that's my brief thing on Hearthstone. Right. All right. So moving on for BlizzCon. If you have anything else uh, that you want us to talk about on BlizzCon, shout it out in the chat and yeah. we'll, we'll get to it. Um, but we have a, a new patch for Division 1.4. Um, which scales enemies, which is, you know, a feature you might recognize from 1994's <laughs> Final Fantasy VI. Um, okay, so basically the idea is that um, once you reach a certain point, the game becomes PvP. Like, that's the only way you can advance, that's the only way you can, can you know, do things. Yeah, you have to and go into the, 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 the dark, dark zone. zone. Yeah. yeah. And so you, you dealt with that, and then now they've reached it to a point where they're like, hey... Maybe that's not how everybody wants to play, so let's try this. And so they they updated it a little bit, and so now you can you can go back and you can play against uh, PVE characters, and they'll be a little and, little, little harder. Yeah, so little, basically, what Divi- what uh, Destiny already does because Destiny, yeah. you have um, a vanilla Destiny, you had like twelve levels. 
and like four raids. Yeah. And and or you know not not necessarily that many, but then you could choose to play them on a harder level. So for it to scale with you is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I would like to po- take this time to to point out, as I mentioned earlier about, about DLC and and not being happy about it. I'd like to take this time to point out the fact that uh, anyone who bought the division with their season pass still has not received any DLC. What? Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. For those of you with headphones, I apologize. I'm sorry. What was that, Patrick? So the division has specific DLC that's supposed to be that, that was supposed to be coming out that was promised within their season pass, right? Um, that has not been given out yet. Uh, so we're what a year and a half into, yeah, into this. That's, so yeah. So they've continued to update, wow. change the game. Da, 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 da. If I buy a season pass, I expect within the first six months to get the first bit of DLC. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of people have been irritated about that because the game has been out now for, has it been a year? It's, so? it's, it's been a minute. Yeah. So people have been upset about it because they've it's been out for this long and they're not getting the, the DLC that they've been promised. Um, Ashley Jenkins from The Know is, was ranting about this recently, um, which if you haven't watched The Know, go check them out on YouTube and obviously subscribe to us as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, yeah, the division released uh, March eighth okay. of two thousand sixteen. Okay, so, so not it hasn't quite been out a year. Yeah. Okay, so it has been seven months, and they have not received any of the, any of the DLC. Yeah, that's that's uh, with, a little bit ridiculous. Within though. six, okay, if you're going to give me a season pass, if you're you're giving me a season pass option, mm-hmm. to to do a season pass, I expect I expect DLC to be coming within six months. Yeah. Um, if you come out with the game in March, I expect sometime in, in July or so to get some DLC um, because I've given you the money. Yeah. And you know, or, or give me some uh, some you know news on that. It's it's just really irritating. This game has been out way too long for that. As as a counter argument, yeah, the game has not worked as they anticipated that it would, and a lot of that is due to the. The players not behaving as they were anticipated to yeah. do, which which can be it, it can be seen as a design flaw. It can be seen as the company being willing to adapt. Sure, I mean you can you can see this a lot of different ways, <coughs> but um, but basically they've they've had to change the game substantially mm-hmm. to take care of the people who were playing, whether or not they had the season pass. Which which I can I can understand. Yeah. I can I can empathize and. And also, some of the, the the things that have been coming out have been included for people, regardless of whether or not they bought the correct. season pass. That is correct. So, so I, I can give them a pass on that. Um, I I have not personally seen, and there may and I may have missed it, but I've not personally seen where they've said, "Hey, we apologize." Dude, this I want to play that part of the. I want to play this part of the division that we're seeing on the on the mm-hmm. video stream, where you get to become Godzilla and stomp through the map. <laughs> that looks like fun. If if only if only you could like you know literally stomp through the map. And and destroy stuff. Yeah, that, I, that I, that'd be fun. I want a modern day someday, Godzilla or Rage. someday, someday. I believe that somebody's going to figure out how to make a proper Godzilla game. There, there have been some that came close, but honestly, Rampage is the best monster simulator there is out there. It is still. And I was hoping they had a, a recent Godzilla game that came out. I want to say it was earlier this year. Yeah, yeah, and and it, and nope, nope, again. If you give give me rampage, yeah. Well, the the, the graphics. The other rampage. thing. The other thing is this. This has been this has been a, a problem that many different people have tried, mm-hmm. and we acknowledge. 
that's really hard. Yeah. Like Superman is is difficult is a difficult character to write stories for, mm-hmm. a difficult character to even more difficult I think to make video games for. Yeah. Because Superman is ridiculously OP, you need a way to make him Mortal, vulnerable. Yeah. There, there needs to be a challenge element to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I and we've said this before, but we still think that it works better if you focus more on the story, on the the ethical choices that Superman is forced to make, oh, yeah. than on his powers. Yeah. So, and and I think that depending on where you are in in the Superman storyline, you do have the um, you do have the internal. Um, you know problems that he has of am I am I a man or am I am I a, yeah. a Kryptonian am I human or am I Kryptonian am I, yeah. am I a man or am I a Muppet right but in this case you know he he's Kryptonian but he was he's he's more human in his in the way he looks out at the world and and see that's that's one of the things uh, so. I, I ask a lot of random questions. If you hung out with me for any length of time, you you know you'll you'll get a random question like, "What do you think you would do if tacos were eliminated from the world?" Like just random questions that don't have immediate answers. Like what what would what would you change? But one of the ones that I asked the girls mm-hmm. uh, yesterday when we were driving around, I said, "What superhero from each uni- each of the universes, DC and Marvel, mm-hmm. which one would you want to meet and talk to?" Okay. And I realized that despite the fact that for the most part I don't care for Superman, he's the one I want to talk to because that that disparity and that disconnect yeah. between between who he is, who he's living with and and trying to to wrap my head around his perspective. Yeah. I would really enjoy that. That's one reason why I think that um, the the Tim Burton Superman, the the failed Superman uh, yeah. uh, film, that was one thing that they were going to be exploring a lot is he is the ultimate fish out of water he is yeah. he is growing up here but he is he's an alien and and dealing with that and and being literally the last person of his kind at least what's what he thinks for quite a while right um there's a lot of despair in that um if you're if you're if you like superman mm-hmm. i encourage you to watch supergirl uh the first season was pretty good. Season two has been much better. Much better. And I've 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 really been enjoying it. Um, and this is probably the best iteration of Superman that I've seen since Christopher Reeve. Christopher Reeve was managed to nail yeah. both Clark Kent and Superman, which is really really hard to do. Yeah. Just like with Spider Man, there's such a disconnect between the two characters. Yeah. Batman is is. The the characters are different, yeah. But they're also both caricatures. Yes, they're they're so far to the extreme of whatever. Where Peter Parker is just a broke high school college, yeah, <laughs> young career guy who's who's trying to go through everything, and then he has the confidence and the bluster, and like yeah. all of that comes from the costume and the character. Spider Man. <laughs> um, anyway, well, I was, I was gonna say, who would I who would I want to meet? Okay, you you can figure that out. I'm gonna move on to Owlboy because apparently this is the year that we get all the things that we've been waiting for for forever. We got Doom, we're getting Last Guardian, we get Final Fantasy 15, and Owlboy. Owlboy has been released on Steam. This game has been in development for like eight or nine years. See, I hadn't and heard it's of in, it. Uh, okay, but watching it, yeah. you know you want to play it. 
this looks like some great 16-bit like it's obviously updated yeah. but a lot of the the gameplay reminds me of, of some really good Genesis or Super Nintendo titles yeah and it's it's also uh, it's also one of those situations where it reminds you of Super Super Nintendo Genesis Genesis era, mm-hmm. but then when you actually start to analyze it, you realize that it is way prettier than any of those oh, games yeah. ever oh, it were. It is. It is. I'm this, just thinking about the the certain uh, elements that I'm seeing in here. Yeah, I, I watched up through the first boss fight and yeah. the the mechanics. And the level design, the characters, like this game is outstanding, and I cannot wait to play it. It looks really nice. So yeah, Owlboy, out on Steam. I'm completely behind this, so yeah, I encourage everyone to buy this game. This is really cool. It's it's also funny. Yeah. It's really funny. It looks looks fun. It makes me smile. It makes me smile. So I'm okay with that. Um, And then, this is is my own personal one, Mm -hmm. but uh, Project GG is the game that uh, Epic Name Bro has been working on for a long time behind the scenes uh enb is is a is a dark souls uh streamer video guy that that's that's really into the lore and and not only just the lore but also the the design aspects and the storytelling through gameplay um and he's he's very analytical and 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 works on works on it on a different level than I think a lot of, of lore people, including us, do. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so he's working on a, a shoot 'em up type game that also works with Twitch where your Twitch chat can spawn enemies. And if their enemy kills you, they get points or recognition or something. If their if their enemy is killed in the game, yeah. they're muted and silenced for a little bit. That's interesting. Yeah, like it, it, and and he's he's got it up, up to a point where it's working, and like he's managed to test it, and like yeah. we're we're coming up on, on at time when we can actually play this game, and it's it's a shoot 'em up bullet heaven type thing where all kinds of weird stuff is happening, yeah. and so it makes yeah. me worry about if you have a. I'm hoping it's percentage based or something when it comes to the amount of, of streamers or some type of way to scale it. Yes. Because there, if you have four four hundred people watching in the chat, yeah, that can be yeah impossible. Um, uh, there's also uh, he has the the actual level that's going on, and you can play just against the chat, or you can play in the level with the chat, and then it scales with the different okay. things. Yeah, like some of I'm not going to go too into detail. One because I, I don't know a lot of it, yeah. and two, I don't remember a lot of it. But yeah, it's it's really interesting stuff, and I'm I'm looking forward to when that's coming out. Um, Nintendo also released a a new IP, yeah, this <laughs> this week, which is strange and fun. So uh, they released Metopia, which. Um, do you want? Do you want to try to? I don't. I don't even know how to. Yeah, I don't. I don't that. even know. I don't even know what's going on. I. I. It's. It's like an RPG where faces get stolen, and you. You get to play with like other me's with whom you are friends, and yeah, like just just a lot of different things that that look really entertaining. Um, I also. Yeah, it's it it it, it looks weird, and you get to. Uh, you get to do a lot of different things, and the commercial, in a lot of ways, seems to go back to kind of how 
the way I like Nintendo, when they're being quirky and weird in a in a format that yeah. that I recognize. Like Splatoon is a game that is quirky and weird within the FPS format. Yes. Or third per- third person, I guess. Third person, but a, a third shooter, person shooter, shooter, competitive, whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's it's them coming up with their own idea. Metopia um, is like their version of an MMO, but where you're not actually having to play with anybody else, <laughs> which I'm a fan of. Which yeah. is one of the reasons that I like uh, Sword Art Online for the Vita, because it is. I haven't played that. It's it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Have you did you see the show? I no, I haven't. Do you know the premise? Uh, it's a it's an online MMO kind of thing. Where you like don't get to come out, and if your character dies, you die. Yeah, that's that's in the first episode of the anime, so I'm not I'm not spoiling a whole lot. Like that's that's the basic premise. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, so they they threw that into a single person game, and yeah, I'm I'm about that. So Metopia is a thing that's coming to 3ds and prediction Switch. Okay. Oh oh, you think? I think I think this will come to Switch. Uh, I think it needs to come to Switch. I mean, in order for this to be a thing, and the fact that, uh, um, I mean, essentially, if you, the way the way I think about it, at least, is the the Wii U has been dead for quite a while. Yeah. Um, so it needs it needs to come to Switch. Uh, I think it'll work really well with Switch. Also, everything that we're looking at here is is single screen, and I yeah. think that's the most telling part of this. Yep. Is and everything that was is one of, that was one of my hints. Yep. That was like, yep, it's yep. the thing because it will work so well on, uh, as a single screen experience for that. Um, so yeah, I can I can completely completely imagine that. Um, I just don't understand. They they're showing a lot of this. Um, like real world. Hey, look, I'm an accountant, but I'm a well. A basically, it's you. I what I interpret from that mm-hmm. is that you will have um, their their me's will show up. And uh, if, you, if when you designed your character mm-hmm. in uh, Mitomo, you got to move the sliders all around. You're gregarious, you're vocal, extrovert, introvert, and all that kind of stuff. I think that they're going to use a similar type of slider. Okay. Maybe even one that you get to manipulate and, you know, like adjust people around you to be like, no, Patrick's louder than that. And bump him up to, <laughs> That'd be to whatever. Interesting. You know, watching this after watching Black Mirror, the entire time I'm thinking, I'm like rating people every Wouldn't single time. <laughs> yeah, that. Okay, so just as as an example of how gamers see the world yeah. differently, I watch that, and for the next half hour, my brain's processing. Okay, so if they had this, yeah, how could I how could I work this system? That's uh, halfway through the episode. I, I was talking to, or not even halfway, like a quarter of the way through the episode. I'm like, this this system is so broken. Yeah, I mean, this. If if, if she's like, okay, well, well, how? I'm like, well, I could just I could be like, all right, Kevin, we're gonna rate each other. We keep rating each other higher. Mm-hmm. She, well, there's probably like a time limit. I'm like, right, but it's but it's going to be based on interactions. Yeah, and, and if, video and chats, and we can have those regularly. Over and I don't over even and have over. to be there. Yeah, you don't have to. Like, be I can there. just you know wake up for five minutes, have an interaction, rate you done. Well, they were showing she was uh, rating someone just looking at her 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 social network page. Yeah, right. So. And the the other thing, if if it's not time based, it could be interaction based, right? So, well, let's say I interact with two people all day, 
back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And they do the same thing. You basically get three people together and you all rate each other higher yeah. and higher and higher. Well, and there's then, ways to milk that system. But I know that's not what the episode is about. There's also, and, and this is kind of uh, what was shown... I'm not going to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> it was, but the, the part in the middle of the episode yes. that is way too easy to happen. Yes. And that's yes. that's a lot of the problem with System 2. Yeah, which, which which obviously it's a broken system. It's more about thinking of how how that would be and how our society is almost like that anyways. Well, it also credit scores and a lot of other things immediately. It also ties into uh, the Chinese uh, Good Citizen Program. Mm-hmm. So there, there's a lot of that in there, that's too. True. So I didn't think about that. Anyway. Uh, next up, we have Steam selling games and giving you nothing. Um, okay, so uh, Steam had had a sale, and they had uh, what was it? I think it was one of the Splinter Cell games. Yeah, it was like really popular. Blacklist, Splinter Cell Blacklist, mm-hmm. um, and they sold more games than they had copies for, which. Yep. So when people tried to redeem, re, you know, they they bought it, and and then the system went, yeah, about that. Yeah. Which I was not aware that you could have a a, a system where you ran out of yes. digital items, but apparently that's a thing that can happen. It, it is a thing, um, and uh, part of its allocation of resources. And uh, the other thing that's interesting to me. Uh, well, you, you can't reuse a key as well because if you reuse yeah. a key, then someone else can come back and try to use it. Um, but it's something interesting on the back end that we never see. Like you said, it's like, oh, it's a digital item. What does it matter? When you're redeeming it via a key, then it actually has to have a unique identifier. Um, and the it sucks because I haven't seen a workaround on this yet. They still haven't had a workaround, right? Yeah, they're they're they're, still... they're supposed to be generating new codes and, and sending those out, and yeah. like they have the record of who bought one, who was able to redeem one, all that kind of stuff. Um, but it, it was it's interesting. I'm I'm sure they'll fix it. They probably already have. I, I mean, it's so. it's Valve. They 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 rock it stuff like that. Yeah. Um, one other thing that they had is uh, they had a situation similar to we talked about uh, a couple weeks ago with um, No Man's Sky where the the screenshots that were given and such were not actually indicative of the game itself. Yeah. And so now um, Steam encountered a very similar problem with another game and the new policy is if there's something that looks like a screenshot on your game, like you can have hypothetical artwork like the the, the Castlevania cover of the Simon yeah. with his... I love that picture. Um, but yeah, if, if you're going to have something that, that is supposed to look or be representative of your game, it must be an in-game, unaltered screenshot. And it surprises me that that wasn't already a thing, yeah. but uh, this is an example of Valve seeing a problem, stepping up, and saying, hey, this yeah, and that's that's good. Yeah, well, they've been having a problem with with people who are who are faking what the actual product that they're putting out. Uh, they're having a problem with people who are putting out products that are have stolen resources. Yeah. Um, so I think that it's it's very important for them to do that for just for out of for the integrity, the health of the ecosystem. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is surprising that. Um, that people are actually doing that, but anyone can. You can release a game on Steam. Anyone can release a game on Steam. Yeah. So, 
yeah, you're gonna have you're gonna have issues like that where people are not being quite uh, honest, and they're um, uh, I don't know if you've seen I, I always forget the name of the company. Uh, it's the one that Jim uh, from Jimquisition has been yeah, has been fighting with. About, yeah. uh, they put out I think it's like 20 games in the last two years for like a dollar a piece, yeah. and and uh, and they're all. You know, free assets or stolen assets. So, digital homicide. Digital homicide. Yeah. So, as much as I like the freedom of anyone being able to put out a game, there needs to be some checks and balances here. Yeah, and that's that's it. That's what makes it dangerously close to the mobile market. Yeah. Um, and actually, uh, Colin tweeted out a thing uh, the other day. He was talking about the. Just the sheer number of games. Mm-hmm. He said that on iOS, there are 687,000 apps slash games <laughs> available. The Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3 combined, yeah. you know, not counting crossover, yeah. had a grand total of 2,200 games or, or things that can be downloaded. And you know what? They're better. Yeah. Like... There's definitively, of, definitively yeah. better. The more checks and balances you have, yes, that does make it more difficult for games to get in there. That's a good thing. Yeah. Not everybody, while everybody can make a game, not everyone should. Just like parents, almost everybody is genetically capable of having <laughs> offspring. Sure. That doesn't mean they should. Yeah, it's true. That's true. Yeah. So we're we're kind of in the in the wrap up section. <laughs> uh, we had. Two little bits of news. The Zero Escape series, which I know a uh, friend of ours, Andy, Andy loves really, it, yeah. really loves these. Uh, they're, they're puzzle slash visual novel games. Um, I've played Zero Escape, Virtue's Last Reward, which is the second one in the series. Um, 999 was originally only released for the 3DS. For 3DS yeah. And then uh, Virtue's Last Reward was only available for uh, 3DS and PlayStation Vita. And then the third one came out. I don't remember the name of the third one, but the third one came out recently, and they're re-releasing all three of those systems for uh, for PS4, PC, and Vita, which is really cool because it's 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 a good anime slash puzzly thing. Um, I'm not that into puzzles, as, as you know, but it's the story is really good. The yes. situation um, and like. Uh, I don't know how many of my companions I'll need to kill before this thing is over. I, I think I'm probably going to have to kill somebody. But, uh, but yeah, it's it's a good series, and a lot more people will be able to play it, and we're always yeah. a fan of that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For more people to get their hands on it that don't have a 3DS, then maybe they, they don't have any of the Nintendo products, I don't know, yeah. whatever, whatever reason. Uh, this is, what, four years after 999 came out? It's, or yeah, it's, maybe it's, five years at it's this It's been point. a while. But but I'm glad that it's that it's coming out on that. I'm glad it's coming out to Vita. I'm glad we're getting some Vita love. So really happy about that. Yeah. Um, what was? Do you know the third name of the? Uh, I'll check I it out. I can't remember what it was. Um, I'm gl- I'm glad it's coming out though. I meant to pick up 999 and uh, and didn't. There were quite a few people who. Uh, 999 originally came out in 2009. Wow. So yeah, it's it's been a minute. Yeah. Um, yeah, one of the YouTubers that I used to watch, uh, who passed away a while ago, Juwario, uh, uh, played that. He did. Mm-hmm. He mostly did. Uh, he did a series called "You Can Play This," um, which I encourage you to check out. Um, he plays retro Japanese games that even if you don't know it in Japanese, you can still play this and okay. get it. Oh, I get it. Yeah. 
So I uh, encourage you to check that out if you haven't, haven't checked yeah. that out and you like retro games. Yeah. Uh, Zero Time Dilemma is the most recent one okay. that was released June of this year. Okay. And then the last thing that we have is um, NT Creates, which is the team that did, uh, most importantly, I hope, yeah. is uh, they did the uh, Zero Azure Gunvolt game. Yeah. Which is excellent. Yeah. That game is that game is really wonderful. They also did the the not Mega Man game. <laughs> Mighty Number no. Nine Mighty is, no. is yeah. also that company. Yeah. But um, anyway, they they are redoing Blaster Master. Yeah. Which is is supposed to be like a a reimagining of the original Nintendo title. Yeah. Which that game is weird and fun and Japanese <laughs> as all heck. Yes. Um. But yeah, like the the you're sometimes you're in a tank and sometimes you're out on foot and like there's some places you can only go with the tank and some places you can only go and like enemies that are that are challenging and difficult on foot you can just run over with a tank and it's it, it it's a very it's a very good um, action game where the puzzles are actually the gameplay yeah like you're you're not trying to figure out you know which key to put in you know how to rearrange things it's like no no no. the puzzle is the gameplay which is actually a souls thing yeah it is like the 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 difficulty is is not necessarily a puzzle but figuring out how to tackle certain enemies absolutely is a puzzle yeah i agree Welcome to the topic of the episode show, as we call it, totes. And uh, this week's up, this week's topic is uh, confessions, a game I hate. Yeah, it's it's it can be it can be really really frustrating mm-hmm. when there's like a bunch of people going, oh this thing, I'm so excited about it. Yeah. Um, Green Crayon in the in the chat says Mech Warrior, and I I can appreciate that because Mech Warrior is is really really complicated and like you you reach a point mm-hmm. you reach a point where you just it's 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 too overwhelming like yeah. it's like I know what I need to do but I can't I can't do it yeah and yeah. that that can be a really really frustrating oh thing. yeah I agree um, I wanted to go with with games that weren't um, that weren't the, the, the low-hanging fruit right so I could immediately say call of duty okay now, now, I but you like hate, Call of Duty. Hate is I, I, I think the single player is is okay. The multiplayer. So let, let me rephrase this. Some of my picks aren't. It's not not that I hate them. I'm I'm just I'm just not digging it the way that other people are digging it. Which which okay. you know it's because to me finding a game that I hate that other people like was hard. So yeah. it's a little bit of a gray area uh, for me. Um, so one of them, like I said, this is a gray area. It's not that I hate this game. But Overwatch. Okay. I've not been able to get into Overwatch. Really? I've been. I've tried, um, and people absolutely love this game. Absolutely love it, and I've not been able to 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 get into it uh, the way that that other people have. Yeah. Um, I, I, it, it's there is a decent learning curve, mm-hmm. and to be good at the game. You've really got to be. Uh, you've got to know your class really well, and you've got to interpret what other people are going to be doing. Yeah, you have to. You the, have there's to know. there's a correct way to play it mm-hmm. that is not immediately apparent. Yeah, and that that's why I, I just, it's it's not happened uh, for me. I've not been able to to just completely. Uh, 
you know, get into it. And like I said, I don't hate it, um, but that that goes in this category for me because it's it's just not something that I've been digging. And everybody else, <coughs> you love Overwatch, like everyone I, I actually I know. do. Um, and like I don't do. I mean, this is kind of the opposite of the show, but I'm actually going to go ahead and defend it. Okay. Um, okay, so Overwatch is a competitive first-person shooter. I don't play those. Yeah, because you don't. For, for a lot of the reasons that you've said, and the fact that I'm not good at them. Yeah. But I do feel that there is there is a class or two, or a character or two mm-hmm. That everybody can play. I'm I'm not good at this at this kind of thing, mm-hmm. but I can lob grenades, well, sure. and that's so I'm I'm junk rat, and yeah. I, I run around <laughs> and I throw grenades, or I will be, um, you know, I, I can be mercy and hide behind everybody else, and if I die, I can just say it's everybody else's yeah. fault. Um, like there there is a meta game that goes a lot deeper, mm-hmm. um, but I feel like that on on the surface level. That there's something there for everybody, and that's sure. that's what I like. Um, it's not something that I play incessantly. I'm not going to reach that point. Actually, uh, I'm getting close to 25, which mm-hmm. is when you can start start to play ranked. I might quit then. Because right now I'm just in a bunch of these casual games where everybody's you know kind of playing as they do sure. and, and figuring it out and stuff, but. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I like just being able to to play in a game where without the pressure that I feel. Because um, like if I'm if I'm playing in in Call of Duty mm-hmm. or uh, yeah, pretty much any shooter where yeah. where like I'm in a team and my team's relying on me or whatever. Um, there's enough chaos here that I'm like, okay, I may not have pulled my entire weight in this team but it's not all my fault sure and I'm I'm not dragging the team down sure um, what's what's one of the ones that you uh, that you picked for the games that you oh telltale telltale can, <laughs> can go away and see like, I, lo- I love telltale yeah give, give me I, I want their games without the gameplay I don't want to have to walk around and figure out what to do next I want to do the dialogue mm-hmm. I want I want them to be clearer about what I'm supposed to do next because there there are very like small minor insignificant things that you can do that fill out the character of the world but that is the weakest part of their game. Yeah, it is. It is. And and uh, we we've talked about this before but like <laughs> a lot of times I'll come on I'll come on a situation mm-hmm. where the character as I see them mm-hmm is not given an option that lines up with everything else that I've seen in that character. Walking Dead, Season 1, Episode 2, Lee. I'm going to go ahead and put out a very minor spoiler for that, because that game's been out forever. If you haven't yeah. played it by now, you're probably not going to play it. In Episode 2, uh, you find like this safe haven, and it's a place where they have uh, some generators, and they have like everything electrified around them, and they have this little safe place yeah. that is safer than anything they ever found in the show. And uh, you, you hang out there for a while. One of the people in your group, Kenny, mm-hmm. is suspicious. He thinks that something's not right. Okay, Kenny has an IQ uh, upper 20s. He's dumb. I don't trust his judgment. And But in order to proceed with the game, I, as Lee, 
have to sabotage our own defense systems mm -hmm. of this family we met about two hours ago. No. Why would anyone do that? That is that is that does not make any sense. Yeah. We haven't been fed yet, we haven't slept, we're still exhausted, and we found this safe haven. Why would we mess with that immediately? Give me give me a day or two. Yeah. Let me see the characters. Why more. does why does why do you have to do that? To, you have because to, he says I want to do this, and you have you, to you have to you have to sabotage it in order to get someone away from a place. That's the other thing. Eventually, that door is going to be unguarded. Yeah. There's going to be a time in this nice, peaceful scenario sure. where I can just go in there and check out the thing. And yeah. so, like everything about that scene didn't make sense for me. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so do you have another one? Yeah, Halo. Really? No, I'm joking. <laughs> okay, I was going to be like, you, 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 no, I, li I like Halo. I like Halo. Um, Unreal Tournament. Really? Yeah. So basically, it. any first-person shooter that I like, you have to just you like Borderlands. Okay, well, I assumed that would be next on the list. No, 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 no. Okay. So, um, Unreal Tournament to me was uh, part of it. Part of it's a bitter taste in my mouth because I'm an OG Unreal fan. Okay. Okay. Original right. Unreal for PC. That's a single-player game. It's before Halo, but Halo stole like half of the stuff from yeah. from the original Unreal. You're crashed on a planet, and the the characters and the guns are very similar to Halo. Yeah. Um, but the way that they did storytelling in that game, and the way that they did uh, third the the, the first-person 3D, really incredible graphics in that was mind-blowing at the time. And then Unreal Tournament took over. And at the same time, I was playing Quake. So Unreal came out, and I was like, this is okay. Yeah. Quake is so much better. I don't know why people are, are flocking over here to play some Unreal. I like, and no one knew what Unreal was. They just heard Unreal Tournament. They were playing that. So yeah. I was playing Quake. Uh, Quake tournament, and I was playing um, uh, original Unreal, and everyone's playing uh, Unreal tournament. So I got over and played some Unreal tournament, yeah. and the entire time I'm thinking, this is not as good as Quake, and it's not as good as the original Unreal. I don't get it. And that's that's something that can be really difficult. Um, is is when when you have certain expectations. Yeah. Um, actually, I have a friend in recovery who says that expectations are premeditated resentments. <laughs> and I love that. That's, yeah. that's that's your relationship advice for this. Um, but uh, but yeah, like when you when you have expectations for for a series or specifically a sequel yeah. that just don't come into play. And like you sure. said, this this seemed like it was pulling from two excellent things and making something and, and making something inferior. And yeah. and I would say that um, I, I completely agree with that. I think that to me, Diablo three was that way. Diablo 3 is not a bad yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Diablo 2 is a better game than Diablo 3. Um, and anyone who's played Diablo 2 and then goes into Diablo 3 goes, okay, the, you know, I, I get it. I get what they're doing. Yeah. It's not as good. And to me, I think there are some things that Diablo 1 did better than Diablo 2. But for the most part, Diablo 2 just did well, everything better. And that's that's the other thing. is like There are there are some things that you prefer one to the other. Yeah. But overall, as a whole, you can see the advancement of the of the series. And sure. like, there, there's so many things. Because like, uh, Diablo 1 has, has, you know, you have the town. Yep. 
and the dungeon. And it's and, linear. Yeah, and, and Diablo dark. Diablo 2 just expanded, and you got so many environments and so many unique experiences. The, the environments and the, the <laughs> flavor in each land that you go to yeah. is really great, and that's I, what I, I think they did so I always got lost in the jungle, though. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. everyone did. Yeah. I think everyone did. Um, speaking of sequels, yeah. uh, Chris White says, Hate is a strong word, but I really dislike Devil May Cry 2 a lot. The first game was so good, and the disappointment of playing the subpar sequel has forever left a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree. And I think that the, the recent DMC uh, reboot, remake, yeah, not re- not re- you know sequel slash reboot. I think brought it back to a to a better uh, area. But I, I would agree, a lot of people like Devil May Cry two and and three or whatever. I I like the first one better than the others. Yeah. Um, I kind of feel the same way about the Resident Evil games um, because so many people loved five. Mm-hmm. Res- and and five. If you have been, if you've played the other games and you played them before five, yes, they're a little harder to get into. It's they've aged some of the like Resident Evil two. Yeah. The mechanics have, have not aged very well. But I do not know anybody who has played Resident Evil four mm-hmm. and Resident Evil five who doesn't say Resident Evil four is a superior game. Yeah. Hands down, superior game uh, and better what, than than what they were trying to do at it. Um, Karen in the chat uh, mentioned uh, Grand Theft Auto. Okay. And uh, saying uh, she said I uh, I didn't like Grand Theft Auto, uh, but that's <laughs> uh, but I think that's because I'm not that enough of a dick. And I think that the original GTA Three. Um, it, it was a little better at this. Um, Saints Row didn't didn't give you as enough of a choice, but at least you had you had a reason to do what you're doing. In yeah. the Grand Theft Auto Three, you just go in there and you're like, I'm gonna be a mob guy, and you just start doing stuff. And and Saints start Row start doing mob stuff. Yeah, and in Saints Row, it's like, okay, these are my people. This is where I grew up, and yeah. you have this this territory idea. Well, at least. Um, actually. Uh, if, if, if that's one of the, the issues that you have, um, San Andreas might be one for you because I feel like there was better character development mm-hmm. in that one than any other one. Yeah. Um, actually, uh, Tandem Cannon, uh, some friends of ours that have their own show, uh, they discussed this uh, an episode or two ago. Um, they're talking about how San Andreas really, really shows uh, CJ, like, because he, he comes back to, to the place where he grew up, yeah. and everybody there is so, like, ins- it's it's an insular community, and everybody's all wrapped up in what we're doing now, what's happening now, and yeah. this is how things are, why you want to be different, yeah. and he wants he wants to, to be better, to mm-hmm. move on, yeah. and um, also has Samuel L. Jackson as a corrupt cop. <laughs> Spoilers? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, that that can be one thing is if if I don't empathize with the character sure. or if I don't if I if I'm not enjoying the things that I'm doing, I th- that can be difficult. I think five did a good job of that as well. Um, I, I haven't I, I've only played an hour or two of five, so, so I haven't gotten far enough in. Other than Trevor, you at least understand these characters where they're coming from. Okay. Uh, Michael, you know, Michael is uh, yeah, Michael's kind of. In between, okay, but uh, I forget uh, Franklin. Franklin, he's like, I, I'm. I've been around all this crime. Yeah, it's all that I know. But I don't want to be. Yeah, I don't. Doing I don't want to stay here for my entire yeah. life. Yeah. So, so you have those aspirations, and he runs into Michael, who he's a retired, you know, mob guy. Yeah. But 
at the same time, you realize, okay, they're not doing things to just be complete dicks to each other or to yeah. other people. And then Trevor comes in, and he is that to 100%. Yeah. And, and literally, you see his his junk at one point because he is that crass yeah he and and i've i've talked to people who are like i don't like grand theft auto because of trevor i'm like you're not supposed to like trevor yeah 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 that's it's it's okay it's okay if you look at grand theft auto and you go man i love trevor because he's so much like me you need help you need help if if, if you (laughs) if you have said or thought that yeah um I mean, we're we restraining orders. We can deal with that. Um, actually, that's next on my list. I'm, I'm, I, I think mm-hmm. based on based on how Far Cry games go, uh, I think I'm about two thirds of the way through Far Cry Primal, and uh, either GTA Five or uh, the second half of Infamous mm-hmm. Second Son are next on my right, next, are, okay. are next on my single player list. For um, I, I mean, I know you you love the Infamous games. I would... Yeah, but this this. Second Son is not is not great. Yeah, and that's that's another one of expectations. But I think that's that's mm-hmm. goes back to the low hanging fruit because nobody really liked it as much as one and two. The story and the way that they interweave the three in Grand Theft Auto, yeah. um, I really think is very well done. And a lot of people have been playing the the online part, which is which is fine. Yeah, uh, but I think the I, single player. I played it long enough to get a trophy for each event. Okay, because like, and that's that is the way to do online trophies. Yeah, give me an online trophy. for... For, hey, did you try the races? Did you did you try to rob somebody? Yeah. Did did you try this mission? That's and then oh, yeah. if I like it, I will keep playing it. Sure. But don't don't lock me out of a trophy with yeah. this one game mode that I might not be a fan. You're incentivizing people to at least try. Yeah, and if you don't like it, you don't like it. That's yeah, fine. and and that's okay because yeah. uh, GTA Five has there is and this goes back to the Overwatch. There's something there for everybody. Yeah, and that's that's. Some really people just want to do heists over and over and over again, and that's cool. That's fine. But some people love the racing aspect. Yeah. And if you're really good at racing, then that then it has it for you. There you go. So let us know in the comments uh, what some games that you didn't get by in the thing. Assassin's Creed. Oh. Fix the movement. I can't control my character. I'm trying to run down the street and I'm... Uh, uh, uh. You're running into people? Running into people, running into stuff, running two steps up a... I can't control that guy. Or girl. Which which one are you playing? Two? I've played... Okay. I have put an hour. Uh-huh. Because, uh, like, uh, Captain Redbeard yeah. is really into that series. A lot of other people yeah. are. I have put an hour into each of these. I'm, I'm trying it like the Uncharted thing. Like... Yeah. I feel like it's something I should love. It's 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 history and yes. it's 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 all this. Um, I played an hour of Assassin's Creed Two, mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed Black Flag, mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed uh, whatever the the revolutionary one was. Connor, what's his name? Uh, that is it's not Black Flag. It's... Anyway, I, I played an hour of that one, yeah. and then I played an hour of Syndicate. So I've I've put half a dozen hours into trying to do it, and like, uh, but when I when I run two feet up a lamp pole, lamp post, when I'm trying to run around it, like they they magnetically lock onto things yes. to, and I I can't. You, you have to adjust your gameplay according to that. Yeah. And I've I've tried. Yeah. I've tried. I want to love you, Assassin's <laughs> Creed. I really do. But I can't, and 
I think it's time we see other people. Yeah, they're not going to fix that. That's no. like one of the yeah. Like that's that's parts that's how the that, that's how the game oh, goes, yeah. and it's it's really exciting for people yeah. that like for people who have who have made that adjustment because that's not a bug for that. No, that's, no, no, no. This, like, this is this exactly is how, how the game plays, yeah. and it's necessary because oh, yeah. once you get used to it, then you're able to parkour everywhere and yeah. go and like do those crazy races and things. Mm-hmm. The the races were the parts that that stopped me from playing Assassin's Creed 2. That was the one I got farthest in. I played uh, up until the... Uh, I, I did, like, the first world mm-hmm. city area thing, yeah. and then I did the uh, the cart chase sure. thing, and then right after that, one of the things you have to do is, like, a guard sees you or something, and you have to, you have to parkour for, like... About five minutes mm-hmm. without messing up. Yep. And I just I'd fall out of the street. I'd I'd run up on a chimney three times while I'm trying to. <laughs> I, and I was like, no, I, I can't. And I. That's really surprising. I'll keep trying. Yeah, because the, game, the gameplay is pretty tight in it. It's just understanding when to do when to use the run because the multifunction button. Uh, in yeah, the and that's yeah. Uh, no. There there are so many buttons on this thing. Yeah. Give me another button. Yeah, they're not going so those to. are the games we hate, <laughs> and games we are we are un yeah unnecessarily yeah. aggravated about. Sure. Sometimes. So let us know in the comments which games you just really couldn't get behind, uh, and uh, and tell us why you're frustrated by games that we love or other people love that you just really can't uh, can't dig. Or if you just if you just want to complain about something, yeah, specifically a game, and be prepared to defend your argument because we will respond. Yes, we will. Thanks. See you guys later.